Welcome to the show. My name is Ashley Otero, and this is the Astrologic Yogi Podcast. Today is May 10th, 2015, and it is 9.06 a.m. here in South Florida. This is the first episode of the show in which I plan to discuss what kinds of things this podcast station will cover, as well as some brief background information so you can have an idea of who I am and where I'm coming from. So... I'll start by introducing myself for those of you who aren't familiar with me. Uh, I'm from Miami, Florida, and I'm currently 27 years old, and I'm just starting my first Saturn return. Uh, At this point, I have a few uh, titles or roles describing what I do um, as a person of society, which include being a consulting astrologer, a vinyasa yoga instructor, and a licensed acupuncturist. Uh, Though I do prefer to refer to my role um, as far as the healthcare practitioner goes as a practitioner of traditional Chinese medicine, which includes using herbal medicine, meditation, and lifestyle changes, uh, especially pertaining to diet choices. So as you can probably already tell, I have quite a diverse range of interests, but I think of these three roles as part of one toolbox to integrate matters of spirit, the mind, and body. While my personal fascination with astrology started around the age of nine, uh, due to me being influenced by my mom's interest in the subject as a hobby, my studies on the stars actually began when I was 22 years old. I just graduated from FIU's business school and I was leaving that world behind, and I immediately began a three-year master's program in traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and this is when I would you know, later become licensed to practice the ancient art of observation and facilitate healing. Um, during the first month of the new program, astrology managed to also make its way back into my life, and I began studying my own chart and delineating um, that those for my classmates or just kind of going through basic interpretations as much as I was studying TCM. Uh, and I found myself actively seeking more answers about this vast subject that offered so much wisdom. Um, for me at the time, it was just mostly through books or online. Uh, from generously written blogs or for beginners and other astrologers like cafeastrology.com and astro.com and also, you know, learning through self-reflection on my own chart. Um, And it was with awe and respect for the subject uh, and awareness that my knowledge was that of an amateur that I introduced several friends to astrology blogs and sites where they could have their charts calculated and learn more about their charts in detail from from those sites that I mentioned, like cafeastrology.com and, and astro.com and others. But during the last year in the TCM program, I was encouraged to start delineating charts for people after some classmates saw how engaged I'd become with it and asked if I delineate their charts. And I was hesitant at first, um, but soon after, I ended up creating my own site and uh, launched my site, myastrology-horoscope.com, and I started consulting classmates as well as 
others who found me online. And since then, I've continued to study and practice consulting primarily from a Western contemporary or modern standpoint. Um, So in this last year, I've begun to study Hellenistic astrology uh, with Chris Brennan and integrate traditional astrological techniques into my practice. I also write, um, I try to keep a regular or semi-regular blog. I write a bi-weekly blog on the full and the new moons called Moon Musings. And this is mostly, uh, was mostly inspired by my experience as a yoga instructor and yoga teacher, um, or my yoga teacher friends asking me to share information about the lunar cycles. So um, while my passions and my interests are diverse, astrology is one that stays at the forefront of my thoughts daily. So uh, just for any of you who are curious about my big three, I was born with the sun in Aquarius, the moon in Pisces, and Libra rising, and Venus, my chart ruler, is also in the sign of Pisces. So that's um, a little bit about me. Uh, The main purpose of this show is to transmit knowledge about uh, and the philosophy of astrology for the general population that's interested in spiritual studies, and um, it's also meant to get people more engaged in the subject. And in this way, the podcast is meant to serve as a source of encouragement for people to become more familiar with the paradigm of astrology and without needing to be an expert. Um... And astrology requires us to reflect on our lives as well as the way life is intricately woven into this tapestry of existence. Um, Astrology is quite vast and and it can be applied to any area of life, but I'm mostly interested in getting friends and listeners to self-study and showing you how it could be a great tool for spiritual self-knowledge and empowerment. So while there's many traditions and branches in astrology, And there can be contradicting ideas and philosophies uh, among different astrologers. Um, So this is something to be aware of or to remain aware of while listening as my own ideas or the ones that I share from others are not likely uh, the be-all, end-all of the matter, but something that I feel is worth sharing. Um, I'll be asking for your feedback to further guide the show so that it's serving its purpose in keeping listeners engaged in the topic of astrology and self-discovery. So um, that leads me to who this show is for. And this show is for anyone who's interested in the topic of astrology and the ideas behind its philosophy. Uh, If you're new to astrology and or an astrology enthusiast who likes to explore and hear what other astrologers' perspectives are on some of the subjects listed um, below that I'm going to talk about that are planned to be covered in future episodes, this show might be for you. Uh, You don't have to be someone who has studied astrology or someone with a lot of knowledge about the cosmos to understand or enjoy the show. Uh, The object of this podcast is to allow people interested in the observation and study of life from an astrological standpoint. Uh, So this entails being aware of nature's synchronicity with the cosmos, 
if you're particularly drawn to matters of spirituality, including yoga, meditation, self-study, and self-realization, you may find something in this show that speaks to you. Uh, so, with that said, I want to talk a little bit about the plans for this show. Uh, the podcast is mostly going to be a solo show, just going to be me hosting, uh, but from time to time, I'd like to have guests um, or co-hosts, other astrologers come on to discuss uh, particular facets of astrology and other topics which easily, easily relate to astrology, uh, such as yoga and meditation, for example. For instance, I'd like to kind of help guide listeners who like to have a sort of ritual or spiritual meditation practice that is aligned with planetary cycles or themes throughout the year, and I hope to make that happen, possibly in company with a friend of mine who teaches mind-based stress reduction. Uh, if this is something that you might be interested in, just please let me know um, leaving by leaving a comment or uh, sending me a message. I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to hear if this is something that um, people would be interested in. So uh, some of the upcoming episodes are going to revolve around uh, astrolosophy, which would be, it's my own made up word, I, I guess. I don't know if anyone else has made that word up, but um, the philosophy of astrology and the cosmos, as well as astrological weather segments. So astrolosophy or the philosophy of astrology um, for this segment or these kinds of segments and these episodes, I'll be addressing some of the common questions beliefs and ideals, as well as um, misunderstandings that are held by the public about astrology, and present suggestions or my own standpoint, as well as other astrologers' ideas that might serve as a better understanding of the subject. Uh, this would include having guests such as other professional astrologers on the show, where you can listen in on these matters being discussed from practicing astrologers. So for example, I may speak about commonly held notions about the significations of particular planetary motions, such as retrograde periods, and the influences uh, celestial objects may or may not have on earthly events, such as during an eclipse. Uh, I'll also be uh, discussing, like I said, astrological weather, and in these episodes I'll be covering particular planetary placements, for example, planets transiting through the different signs of the zodiac and the lunar cycles and what kinds of life themes to expect in regards to that. So uh, currently this is going to exist as a sort of trial run for a semi-regular update to the show. Uh, as time progresses and more episodes come out, I'll receive feedback hopefully from you and other listeners and I may modify the way the show is organized in order to keep material fresh and mentally gauging and interesting. Uh, so, um, this leads me to the next um, thing that I wanted to cover, which was the definition of astrology or the concept of astrology, what that entails. And as has been pointed out by my teacher, uh, Chris Brennan, the current definitions of astrology commonly found in dictionaries or on the internet kind of miss the mark because they aren't inclusive enough to accurately define the concept of astrology according to most astrologers, um, both ancient and modern as well as 
astrologers from all over, you know, different parts of the world practicing different uh, traditions or, you know, for example, Eastern and Western uh, astrology. So the difference is, um, the, the definition, for example, that he's proposed is astrology is the study of the correlation between celestial and earthly events. Uh, he further elaborated that um, it's the basic premise that sometimes certain movements of the planets and the position or appearance of certain celestial bodies will somehow correlate with or reflect certain developments on Earth in various ways. So while he pointed out that it's a rather broad definition, it's still a sound definition. Uh, this is his standpoint, and I tend to agree um, because it's inclusive. So the specificity of this definition is actually more important than many might realize and take for granted without knowing better. Uh, the reason it matters is because, as Chris also explains, the original con conceptualization of astrology, which has been around for roughly 2,000 years, is that celestial movements and positions correlated with um, or signified various earthly events. But this conceptualization did not imply that events were caused by these planetary placements or movements. Therefore, astrology does not specifically mean that earthly events are directly or, in, or are indirectly influenced by celestial bodies and their positions in space. However, the other major conceptual, conceptualizations of astrology is that various earthly events are directly or in, indirectly influenced by celestial bodies and their movements and position in space through some sort of spiritual mechanism. And since this conceptualization has been the one that sort of managed to gain popularity and continually be passed down from astrologers such as Claudius Ptolemy, it's also the one that has made its way into a lot of dictionaries and other sources of definitions. Um, but nonetheless, the previous mentioned definition or conceptualization is still commonly held among many astrologers today, and so um, to only use the second concept presents as a poor definition for astrology overall. Um, if you're interested in hearing more about Chris Brennan's work in the history of astrology, um, which is most specifically Hellenistic astrology, uh, Hellenistic astrology, uh, which is ancient or traditional astrology, or specific techniques that he uses, um, or maybe whatever else he has to say as he goes even deeper into technicalities on the definition and history of astrology, you can check out his podcast at theastrologypodcast.com. It's a really great show. He's got a really a lot of really great material, and um, so if you're interested in that, go check him out. Uh, he also has a concise article that he wrote on one of his blogs specifically about the definition of astrology. Uh, so one of his blogs um, where you can find that article is thehoroscopicastrologyblog.com. Uh, so I'll be including those links on the description page for this podcast. So if you're interested in finding that out and uh, you want to go back to it later, you can find it there. So, 
considering we've just covered the definition or the basic conceptualization of astrology, I think now's a good time to briefly talk about what astrology can be used for. Uh, so astrology has several traditions of practice, as well as many branches and even sub-branches. Uh, some of these branches include uses for interpreting a person's psychological makeup and character as well as their future based on placements of their celestial bodies at the time of their birth. So where the planets and the luminaries or other celestial bodies were at the moment of their birth, it's put into one, uh, one large picture, a diagram if you want to call it that, but we refer to it as the natal chart. Um, and that gives us ideas about a person's psychological makeup, their character, like I mentioned, as well as indicates things about their future. Um, so natal or personal astrology can also be applied to something known as synastry, um, which is comparing charts between two people to see how compatible they might be together in a romantic or intimate relationship. Or it doesn't even have to be, you know, a romantic or intimate relationship. It could simply be just any kind of relationship, like a friendship, maybe a business partner partnership, or, um, you know, a professional relationship, or anything like that. <clears throat> so, um, another way that astrology can be used is answering specific questions which is part of the horary branch of astrology. Uh, so basically you could ask, you know, a yes or no question, and you could receive that answer um, through the chart by the time, um, according to when the time the question was asked. Uh, or, for example, you can ask about something that might be lost. Um, that's another common example. Um, planning events according to auspicious or appropriate astrological times in order to bring about favorable circumstances for specific events like a wedding or the start of a company or signing contracts, for instance. Um, this is another purpose or a use of astrology, which is referred to as electional or properly known as inception astrology. Um, most likely be hearing me refer to it as electional as this is the common form or the common term that's usually referred to by a lot of astrologers. Um, predicting the weather and finding the right time to plant crops or looking at global and or political events which indicates the state of the collective population or which influence the state of the co uh, collective population uh, is also a use of astrology um, often considered uses of mundane astrology. Um, so those are some examples of how astrology can be used. It's not simply just to look um, at a person's natal chart or personal. As you can see, it could be used in many, many ways. I mean, you could create a chart for basically anything or the start of anything. So... In addition to what we've already covered today, I want to address a question that many might wonder about astrology, and that is, uh, is astrology a belief or a religion? So, if you subscri subscribe to the first major definition proposed by Chris, 
or that um, or that of many modern psychological astrologers, for example, then it probably makes sense to you that astrology is not really assigned to any one religion because the celestial bodies are not thought to influence the events here on Earth. Um, but even if you went with the second concept that celestial bodies and their movements or positions directly or indirectly influence events here on Earth, astrology is still not really tied to one specific religion or spiritual philosophy as there are many that include the study as part of the culture and way of life. For example, Indian astrology, uh, also known as Jyotish or Vedic astrology, is quite integrated into, the, um, into India's culture due to its ties to the Hindu religion. It's really part of that religion. So, um, with that said, many astrologers, including myself, don't consider astrology to actually be a belief um, and you know a lot of times people will tell me yeah I believe in astrology or I don't know if I believe in astrology for example and um, you know this is something that when people tell me this I sometimes I hold back um, because you know people might not be informed on the matter but if you think about it, um, a belief is something that really can't be proven or observed. It's kind of like a value. Um, uh, so um, astrologer, other astrologers like myself tend to consider astrology more of a study or a science. Um, I prefer to ref uh, refer to it as a social science. Currently, um, there's been discussion among other astrologers about that topic specifically as to whether ast what astrology exactly is and if it's more of a hard science rather than a social science but uh, I my standpoint at this at this moment is that it's a social science and it's even a symbolic language so it's not something to blindly believe in Rather, it's, it's something to be experienced by observing nature's cyclic rhythm and synchronicity with the celestial bodies and their movements. Uh, so with that said, uh, sometime in the future, I plan to discuss the topic of fate versus free will, where the subject of religion and spiritual philosophies will most likely resurface. Uh, actually, I'm sure I, I can guarantee you that it will resurface. Um, so this is actually an episode where I'd like to have a guest astrologer on the show to share some similar and contrasting perspectives on the matter. So we've pretty much covered a brief overview of my idea and vision for this podcast. Hopefully this will be one of the podcasts that opens you up to new ideas and perspectives or simply continues to nudge you in the direction of thinking differently about the world and about life in general. Because um, I want this to be an engaging uh, topic or an engaging show for listeners. So I'm always open to suggestions and ideas that you might have for future episodes or topics that you might want to have addressed. Um, and if you have ideas or comments, just let me know either by sending a direct message or leaving a comment. Uh, if you enjoyed this first episode or you're interested in where this show's going, you can subscribe to it to, um, on iTunes or you can follow it through the Astrologic Yogi Facebook page so that you'll receive a notification when a new episode is posted. 
so if you do like the show and you'd like it to stick around, please give it your support uh, by telling your friends, giving a five-star rating on iTunes, and or you can give it a like on Facebook and share it with your friends or anyone who you think might be interested in astrology to help me promote it since the more positive feedback there is for the podcast as well as more people that are tuning in uh, would mean I'll most likely uh, I'll be more likely to continue to post new episodes and keep the show going so I hope this will be a successful podcast where you can enjoy learning about astrology as well as yourself and that this can be one of the quality free resources on the subject of cosmic consciousness and hopefully this will become a podcast that's around for the long run and here to inspire and empower and inform the collective about astrology and the study of the self in order to bring about you know higher thinking and reflection on our connection to the rest of the world as spiritual beings on that note uh this is the end of the first episode so thank you for listening and i hope you li- you'll listen uh next time for the second episode <laughs>